Welcome to the Mind Body Project. I'm your host, Aaron Degler, and thank you uh, for joining us today um, as our series for Women Inspiring Women continues. Today, my guest on Women Inspiring Women uh, series is a loving mother, loving wife of PBR co-founder Cody Lambert, a woman who never meets a stranger, a solid rock foundation for her family, a 2011 Sharon Shoulders Award recipient, and just one of the most fun people to be around. Please welcome my guest today, Miss Leanne Lambert. Welcome, Leanne, to to the show. So, women inspiring women. Um, one of the reasons I asked if you'd be on here, Cody was my second interview since we started the show, um, which was about four months ago. Um, and, and he always talked about family and how important that was. And and we kind of got Cody's perspective of how he always wanted to get back home. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get your perspective uh, as we go along, too, about what that looks like when he's gone in your home. Um, but first, I'd like to start way back. Um, we'll go way, way back into what you did and before you and Cody got together and, and what was your life like then? Okay. Uh, well, before Cody and I got together, I rodeoed as well, not to his level, but I had a radius, and um, I played basketball before that, and let's see. Okay, Aaron, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. And, and so rodeo, what you, ride barrels, or would you? I, I ran barrels. I roped. I tied goats, and... Um, Gosh, I thought I had a very exciting childhood, but now I can't have a hard time thinking of what all I did. <laughs> when I put you on the spot. Yes, yes. but uh, Because how old were you when you and Cody met? I was, well, I was 21 and he was 20. And we got married when I was 21 and he was 20 because we met in February. He asked me to marry him in March and we got married in May. That was 40 years ago. It will be 40 years ago in May. 40 years ago. 40 years. So how did you know, I mean, you were 21, mm-hmm. and you meet, and he was riding bulls then. Mm-hmm. And Bronx. Bronx. How do you, I mean, when you met him, was it like, this is the guy I want to marry, or? Uh, well, yeah, when I met him, but before that, I always dated calf ropers, and so he was a bull rider, so I was like, oh. So is there... What's the difference between a calf roper and a bull rider? Because you know me, I, yes, I know do. nothing about... Yes, I do know that. <laughs> uh, I mean, because I, I know people have said horse people are different than cow people. Mm-hmm. So then what's the difference between a... Well, a calf roper, they have to haul a horse and, mm-hmm. um, to their event. And it's separate ends of the arena. Like uh, calf rooms on one end, bull riding's on the other end, brock riding's on the same end as the bull riding. So I really never paid attention to any attention to the rough stock event. I always just calf roping. When calf roping was over, I usually left. So, but I uh, actually, I know I'm kind of skipping around, but I was running barrels at Fort Worth, and Cody's brother was a calf roper. So I kind of knew who he was, kind of, not really, a little bit. And um, so I had my horse got crippled at Fort Worth. Cody, I knew that he knew a little about it. I knew they were from a um, kind of a horse family. His dad's a a trainer, and his brother was a jockey, and his sister ran barrels. His brother roped. His uh, both his grandparents were uh, cowboys. But anyway, so I asked him to help me with my horse and he did and anyway so one thing led to another and yeah we started dating and that was in february and then and he asked you to marry him in march, march. Mm-hmm. wow we got married in may did you have a big wedding yes we did we had a big way or what was big to me and at the time which uh my parents loved him but my mom she was wanting me to be a businesswoman because my mom was a businesswoman. And she really was not wanting me to get married at that time. So was so what, at 21, what was your plan? I mean, had I, you been going to college? or I did. I went to college and I rodeoed as well. Actually, Cody and I were in the same region. At that time, he was at um, 
Mm-hmm. Let's see, when I was, I think he was at Big Spring, and I went to Cisco. But uh, then when I left there, I went to court reporting school. I was going to be a court mm. reporter. And I was just, I already had a job lined up. As a court reporter. As a court reporter. And, but I met Cody and hit the rodeo trail. And and so you just, when you got married, just following him around, or were you still uh, rodeoing, or no, did you kind of stop? No, I, I kind of stopped. I still ran barrels some, but as I said, it was in a radius, because mm-hmm. uh, his, his rodeoing, it was his job and it paid for it paid for everything we did which mine was i was little i was little time just a little Small wind time. here and there yeah. so uh, how mad was your mom upset when you abandoned court reporting mm, she really didn't i could tell that she was upset she never came out and said it mm-hmm. but yeah i could tell that she, she was worried about me marrying a cowboy and leading that life and that life looks like it's great. Now. Well, what does like what does at that time what did the life of a bull was, rider look like? It, not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, like getting as, hurt a lot, being gone, getting a lot. hurt, being gone, uh, not knowing if you're going to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was you know, and it was rough a lot of times. And so in those early years, did you go everywhere with Cody or did no, you? No, I tried to. Mm-hmm. I, I went when I could. Uh, and I did go a lot, but you know, there was, were times like, um, the 4th of July that they would go to so many rodeos. There's no way I could go. Mm-hmm. I may drive to the next rodeo if they had to fly somewhere, but no, I, but I did go a lot. And so, I'm curious because, as we know, and I've said before, that usually any idea I have, Kim will go, yes, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she doesn't really think it's a great idea or it's dumb. <laughs> so when Cody came to you and said, we're going to start, we have this idea, we're going to start the PBR, mm-hmm. um, what did you think about that initially? Well, he really didn't come to me and say that. He he and a, a group of guys were together, and they decided to put some money in and start the PBR and it went from there. Uh, no, he didn't. It wasn't like, Hey, Liam, he wasn't do, you Liam do you think that I should? <laughs> no, Cody's not like that. <laughs> it wasn't. So, it was, Hey, this is what we're doing. Yep. <laughs> no, he's, he always asked my opinion, but on that, but that he it just, wasn't, he just, yeah, he took the initiative and he did it. And then, so did that make you nervous? No him mm-hmm. you just knew that he would mm-hmm. that would work and mm-hmm. and yeah. and then so how long were y'all married before you had riley your son we were married um four at least about four a little over four years i think that's right around there so then how, how did how did life look and change once you had riley when cody was still well uh Riley and I still went with Cody, but it was harder. Mm-hmm. You know, we stayed home a lot because it wasn't feasible for us to go with him and everywhere. And he had traveling partners too, mm-hmm. but so that wasn't feasible feasible for us to go. But we went quite a bit. But we stayed home a lot too because somebody had to stay home. We had, you know, we had animals to take care of. And so, and you didn't have any hands that were doing all the work. It was no, no, Lynn and Riley that were. And Riley when Riley was, was big enough to yeah to do yes. all the work yes you were holding that down and taking care of all of Riley sports and going to school and mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough that um, my parents didn't live that far away mm-hmm. Cody and I lived in Henrietta my parents lived in uh, Colleyville mm-hmm. and uh, they had some land in Bowie so I saw, they didn't live that I needed when I needed help they were there mm-hmm. they were always there to help so they were close and to. which my brother he lived here too but. You know, you knew Rick. He mm-hmm. he didn't know how to feed a horse, so <laughs> right. <laughs> he knew how to have a good time, <laughs> but not necessarily feed a horse. <laughs> right. Um, so I did a little. The interesting thing is, so about the series is women inspiring women. The interesting thing is, I can type in Cody Lambert mm-hmm. and in Google, and there's tons of things come up. I type in Leanne Lambert, and there's one 
video um, on YouTube that the PBR put out mm. about the Sharon uh, Shoulders Award. It's a little two and a half, three minute clip um, of different people talking and, and mm-hmm. has you talking. Um, but my point is, what I find is interesting is that Cody's very successful. Um, and you get, you Google him, you find all these things. But in, in, in the Sharon Shoulders Award interview, and I, and I want to say what that is uh, real quick, mm-hmm. it, and maybe you can explain what that, what that award is. Uh, it's uh, the woman behind the man. So uh, in the Sharon Shoulders Award in particular, it's a PBR award, and um, it has to go to a, it's supposed to go to a bull rider's wife, one that has, um, takes, care, takes care of things when their husband's gone, mm-hmm. so, and supports him, and yeah, in which you, you know a little about it. What did you, what did you see? So, yeah, so I mean, it, it says, um, that made a, a, a difference in the life of a bull rider and contributed significantly to the sport. Mm-hmm. Not the bull rider, but the woman contributed significantly to the mm-hmm. sport. And in that, um, in that little clip, Ty Murray, Justin McBride, and J.W. Hart all, all said, along with Cody, that anything Cody had or did was because of you. Mm-hmm. That was but, sweet. And what I find is interesting is that there's one little three-minute clip of you, but yet you're the one that has been behind Cody for the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that success he has experienced um, is because of you, um, because of that solid rock foundation. Um, and another thing, uh, I don't remember which... Uh, I think it was Ty Murray said that that um, you took on the dream of the sport the same as they had. So you, and I take it as a vision. Mm-hmm. Whatever vision they had, you took on as your own. And and I think that's very impressive. That and, and that's one of the reasons I wanted you on here because mm-hmm. it's be, it's what you've done that you can't Google that has made the difference not only in Cody's life um, and Riley's life, but in the PBR sport um, as a whole. Um, Because without Cody and those other men, there would be no PBR. Without Cody or without you and those other women behind them, there would be no PBR. Um, But we can't Google that. But that's why I wanted to get to know you because when we get to know you, we get to also know why Cody's as successful as he is. Uh, because if you're at home and you're saying, Cody, come home, I can't feed this, I can't do that. He already said that he had trouble with focus mm-hmm. because he only had one focus. He wasn't like Ty. Mm-hmm. His focus was to get home. Right. And it wasn't because it was a mess. Yeah. And I would have never said, Cody, come home. I would have, if I'd have had a broke leg, I'd have just had to thrown over my shoulder and do it. I was no way going to ask for him to come home for him because he was out doing what he loved to do and he was good at what he did. And me knowing that he always wanted to come home, I had to give him that incentive to, you stay out there and you... You do. You make a living because I didn't want him to worry about coming home when he had to get on a bull. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to worry about us. He needed to worry about getting on that bull because it's so dangerous. And I had seen so many bad things that happened in the bull riding that he really needed to just concentrate on that, which Cody had a hard time doing sometimes because he wanted, to, he did want to come home. A wonderful dad, wonderful husband, and that was. He didn't want to stay gone, but that was one of his, um, I don't call it a failure because it's not, but because it just meant so much to me to know that he wanted to come home and be with Riley and I when he needed to stay out there. There was, I do recall one time though when I was sick and he wanted, he was going to come home and I was telling him, no, I'm fine, you know, you just stay, but it ended up he did turn around and come home. But Cody could have, and I 
he could have been a world champion, I think, time and time again, but it was like, and I'm not saying we were a hindrance, but if he could have stayed out there and rodeoed mm -hmm. and just concentrated on that, he would have been a world champion, but that wasn't in his heart like his family was. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. I mean, when, when him and I spoke and, and had a conversation, mm -hmm. it, he conveyed that same he did, he couldn't focus solely on what he had to do because he did want to get mm -hmm. home. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, that wasn't who he was. Mm -mm. Yeah. He was the one that wanted to be home. Yes. And, and, and what you pointed out too, was not the norm then. Right. I mean, most bull riders stayed gone yeah. for months at a time. And yeah. And, uh, Cody wouldn't, I mean, he was, gosh, he would every he came home every week, mm -hmm. and if he couldn't make it home a week, I was out. The, we were out there with him. Mm -hmm. He just he couldn't stay gone. And, and, but that's what kept him going. Also, yeah, was sure knowing. Yes, you and Riley he, and yeah, and how and much we relied on him. How has that changed since you know? Since he stopped riding bulls, mm -hmm. he retired um, Bronk, and now he works for the PBR. Mm -hmm. He's in the PR, but he's still gone a lot. Mm -hmm. Has that changed? Uh, well, now, though, when he's gone, he's usually gone Friday, Saturday, mm -hmm. and he'll come back on Sunday. So, and I go with him a lot. I, mm -hmm. I say a lot. I used to go with him a lot. I don't as much anymore that we have grandkids. But... Uh, so it's different, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm still with him um, Sunday through Friday. Don't talk to, to him too much on Sundays because... <laughs> After he gets... <laughs> when he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're still together a lot. But mm -hmm. he, then he's just gone that Friday and Saturday. So when he's gone on Friday and Saturday, that's when I get my things done. That's when I leave and go get all my grocery stuff done. Because when he's home, we're together. Mm -hmm. And it's because you want to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. After 40 years, um, you know, Kim has told me she's seeing you and Cody interact um, at the arena in different mm -hmm. places. Um, and she always comments that she's so impressed about um, how much she can tell you're both in love. Oh, yeah. And it's just a sweet thing. And it, even in uh, 2011, so almost 10 years ago, or 10 years ago, mm -hmm. in that clip... Um, Gosh, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. Yeah, I think it was Jewel that was talking about how much you both were in love. Mm -hmm. and, and that was, you know, at the time, been married 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's 40 years. Um, and sometimes, you know, as our kids get older and we're empty nesting and you have grandkids, sometimes you find out you don't care for the person as much as you thought right. you did when you had kids. Um, so... I think to see both of you still that much in love after all those years and, and only, you know, dating for a month and, I know. and then, so how did he propose? Uh, we, we were coming home from a college, one of his college rodeos and, uh, he said, we were like, you want to get married? <laughs> He's like, you want to get married? I was like, yeah, sure. So, <laughs> and I remember he said, okay, if we're going to. He had to take this exit or something like that. Or I thought, well, you know, I really probably should tell my parents. <laughs> we probably just shouldn't just go do it without them knowing. So, um, so like he he asked and like said, you want to take this exit and go get married? Pretty much. Uh -huh. Pretty much. It was like that. I mean, yeah, pretty much. So really, the only reason you waited till May was just. Just because so we had time to wedding. plan. Yeah. Yeah. My Other mom had to give my mom a little time. Otherwise, you would have probably just... She's like, what? What? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> We're getting married. Otherwise, you probably would have just gone and got married. And... Yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's crazy because when you know, you just know. Mm -hmm. it, you know, the, even though it was... We met in February and he asked me in March, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why wait for him... He'll ask me to marry him and then wait a year mm -hmm. to have a wedding when just get married right now. 
So did you make date many other guys before you? I did. Met? I did. I mm-hmm. dated. I dated some. Uh, like I said, it was on the calf roping end. So mm-hmm. yeah. So but in his... not many. You know, I just uh, I would date somebody, and it would. Be, I was actually dating somebody when I married. Um, when I met Cody. And then he was your, the only bull rider you ever dated. Yeah. And then you married him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I know. It's crazy. That, that's fast. Yeah. And then 40 yeah. years. Yeah. And you know, I look sometimes, uh, like you saying that Kim said how she can tell that Cody and I, we do, we really, we really do like each other. <laughs> and, but then I'm like, you know, we're old now. And I wonder, does it look silly us walking, holding hands, and then we'll, you know, be at the arena and we'll kiss each other? And it's like, just thinking that the other day, I was like, gosh, we're really old. Should we? Wonder what people think about that. But then I'm like, I don't care what they think. So, so my grandparents, it was, it's been a lot of years, probably 20 years ago. They used to live probably a couple miles from the local McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So they always walked to McDonald's from their house holding hands. Mm-hmm. And people would always say, oh, what a cute older couple. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they say. I bet they what do. What a cute older couple. Especially when they see my hair and it's white now. And yeah. it's like, oh, look, that little old woman. So- <laughs> it's holding and kissing that, that, that old that guy. young man. <laughs> that young man, because he's a year younger. I know. <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to ask you to tell a story. Oh, dear. Um, because Cody told a story, but I found out that it wasn't your favorite story. wasn't one of your favorite stories. Mm-hmm. So he told a, a story about when he was talking about focus. Um, he was talking about how Ty, um, th- they had, had rode an event, and Ty didn't even know that Cody was beating. Oh, yeah. And, and you had kind of wished that he had told a different story mm-hmm. um, about Ty and him, about him getting Ty up in the mornings. Okay. Do you remember that story? Uh, well, you know, there's several on top. So I'm trying to think which one it was. Keep going on it. Let me figure it out. <laughs> so he, he about uh, Cody would always wake Ty up and only tell him once. Oh, yeah. Only tell him one time. Yeah. And then Ty got hurt in an event. Yeah, if you can yes. tell that story. Yeah. Okay, because he told Ty, uh, okay, Ty got, he would wake, Cody would tell him, Ty was young at the time. I want to say like 18 19, I don't know, very young. And I kind of took that because, it, it, again, in the Sharon uh, Shoulders, mm-hmm. um, there were some pictures um, that showed some pictures of, of Ty, and he was saying, you know, I kind of grew up with them. They kind of yeah. taught me how to be. He's kind of like my son, yeah. actually. So, but yeah, Cody told me, I'm going to wake you up one time. I'm going to tell you one time. And if you don't get up, and these aren't the exact words Cody used, but uh, I'm leaving you. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you'll be on your own. So uh, they were at an event, and Ty got knocked out. And Cody walks out there, and he's out, and he says, Ty, get up. And they said, Ty just sits right up. (laughs) But, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories. i got a lot of good stories. Because he was conditioned to get up when Cody Cody said. said, And and so that's a good point because um, I hear a lot of people are scared of Cody. I know. It's crazy. They are. And because I'm going to rat people out because okay. because Kim, you know, she's kind of scared to say anything to him when, you know, if she's down here helping or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, even uh, Leanne Hart has said the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go tell him or talk to him. Yeah. But. Yeah. They've even had a stock contractor. I remember one time he said, he told another stock contractor, which relayed this to Cody, that I had rather get run over by a Mack truck than have to talk to Cody Lambert. <laughs> But there are so many people that he's, he is so intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of see that, but, you know, to me, he's not. He's just... He's just Cody. He's just Cody, yeah. But, yeah, there are a lot of people that are very intimidated by him. Well, I, I, I mean, I was... I mean, I'll admit, I was nervous when I first sat down with Cody and we had a conversation. <laughs> but I kept thinking, he's a grandpa. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what, when he did the uh, podcast, with uh-huh. he, you know, you called him. <laughs> I don't think I ever told this story. <laughs> and Cody said, uh, when he hung up, I said, well, uh, you were very rude. And he was like, what? He said, somebody's wanted to do a podcast. And I said, it was Aaron Degler. And he said, oh, I didn't know it was Aaron. 
I thought, well, regardless of who it was, you shouldn't have been so rude. But he said, oh, I'll call him back and apologize. I didn't know it was him. Well, did you get the feeling when you called? <laughs> so after I hung up with Cody, I called, I called Kim right away. I said, Kim, I said, I don't think Cody likes me at all. I said, he said, I'll just get back to you later. I was like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> and then I, then after he called back and then she had mentioned that you had said that, I thought, oh, good. He just yeah. didn't know who it was. I remember, we were right here. I remember exactly where we were and I thought, Aaron is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> His wife's one of my best friends. He's like, I didn't know it was Aaron. <laughs> so, I'll call him back. <laughs> that made me feel so much better. It's like, oh, okay, all right then. <laughs> I could tell you were a little uncomfortable anyway when you were talking. But I guess he just hadn't talked to you enough to know your voice. Mm -hmm. And then on his phone, it doesn't come up. I doubt that he even looked at it anyway. It, and, I, and I told him who it was, but so I thought, well, maybe it he wasn't clear enough. It. And maybe he was like, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So that was... <laughs> And I, I never told that story publicly. I mean, I told Kim and... But, I think I even called Kim and told her. Because <laughs> I thought, it, wow. But, so, so I could see that. Um, you thought, wow, he is, he is an ass. People <laughs> but can, he's not. He's the best person. And, and, and when I sat down with him, that's, that's the feeling I got, was that he is a genuine... Yeah. Um, and the things that maybe come out harsh... Or only because he cares to that extent. Mm -hmm. um, he wants the job done right. Mm -hmm. He wants to. He has high expectations, mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that's the reason the the PBR and the stock is at the level it is, is because of what he expects. Oh, yeah, I think so too. And uh, he's so. Let's see. Like if you ask him a question, he's <clears throat> he's going to give you. If you've asked him a question, then he's going to give you his honest opinion. Mm -hmm. Well, if I ask him a question, sometimes I don't want his honest opinion. I want to say, just tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> don't tell me what you really think because he is the most honest person I've ever met in my life. So has that ever caused trouble? Between he and I? Yeah. Oh, no. No? No. He's taught me a lot um, about honesty. Mm-hmm. He, uh, in what way? What do you mean? Well, you know, like, uh, you don't want to make anybody feel bad by, oh, I don't, really don't know how to explain it, but even little white lies. He doesn't tell little white lies. He tells his honest opinion. Mm -hmm. So his honesty will always, it's not going to get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. You're not going to cover up one lie with the other. And uh, so he's taught me that. Not that I was, you know, didn't tell the truth or anything. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I'm sure I had little white lies. I don't know. But anyway, he's taught me a lot. He and I grew up together. You know, we got married so young mm -hmm. and not knowing each other that well. We grew up together. And, um, yeah, just the most honest person I know. So did you have any times in the 40 years mm -hmm. that were rocky, that were hard, that were like, mm -hmm. that was well, you know, kind of tough? Well, tough financially mm -hmm. uh, at the very beginning, but you know, as any as any marriage, you you do get in your arguments, mm -hmm. which you know I was probably always right, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, um, no, just you know, uh, you know, rocky as in financially, mm -hmm. it was it was hard, it was hard. Because at the beginning, I mean, like you said, it's boring. Some weeks you win, some you don't. Some, some. do not, and then you, some you're injured. Mm -hmm. And you may be injured for six, eight months. And So how scary was that? Because, it, when, because he had a pretty serious injury about yeah. the time um, he came out with the uh, protective vest. Yes. That, that all the uh, bull riders wear today. He's had several serious injuries. But uh, yes, that, I, I want to say that time was his broke leg. Mm-hmm. And that was, I can remember, at Houston when he broke his leg and his, um, where he broke it, I can remember him telling me that uh, Miles Hare actually was the bullfighter. And he told him, you know, don't look down your 
you broke your leg off or something <laughs> like that. And so, of course, Cody looks down, and then that time he gets sick, but his heel is facing up at him. Mm. So, but that was, uh, that pretty much, I want to say that injury pretty much was towards the latter part of his, that ended his career. He came back, but... Mm-hmm. So, so were those times when he was injured, was that kind of scary about what you're going to oh, do financially? Oh, yeah. And yeah. But, you know, people always would ask me, well, what are you going to do when, uh, what are y'all going to do when he quits riding bulls? Well, what are you going to do if you get fired from your job? You're going to find another job. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so it was never really a concern about no. what's he going to do? and No. And I knew that, you know, we one of us would get a job. May mm-hmm. not be the job we wanted, but and then luckily the PBR came. So s- since you were um, about to be a court reporter when you got mm-hmm. married, did you ever did you ever have any other jobs since? Oh yeah, I worked at Six Flags growing up. Like since funny. you've been married? Oh no 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 no. Mm. Since we've been married, I uh, I sold jewelry. I was a traveling jewelry seller. Yeah had some jewelry in a tackle box and I peddled it. <laughs> so, uh, I did that. And then I had a, a shop. Mm-hmm. I had a, I guess a little boutique there in Henrietta. I didn't work that hard at it, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, and what else did I do? Oh, I subbed at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's really, oh, I did work when I was pregnant and Cody was gone. I worked for my mom's bank. And other than that, I, just little little jobs, and that was it. No. So then when, when Riley was older and went to college mm-hmm. and played basketball, mm-hmm. did, was Cody still able to make games? And Oh, yeah. Was that, Cody always made the games. Always. Even when Riley was in high school? and Always. He was able to mm-hmm. come? Yep. And, that was an, another thing I said where he could... He would have been a world champion, but he wanted to be home. He wanted to go to those games. And he, so he might miss some events. Oh, yeah. So he could mm-hmm. be there. He, or he would be maybe be entered in an event, and if his stock wasn't really that good, and Riley had a game, Riley's game won out. Mm-hmm. He would go to Riley's game. And, 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 you know, again, I want to point out, I think it's important that you knew um, – that Cody had to be out there to do his job, do what he loved. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have very easily said, be home more. I wish you were here. Um, and, and I'm sure you wanted him home more. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a testament to your support of him to not keep saying that over and over and over yeah. to him. Well, I think for a rodeo person, that uh, for them to be out, rodeo and you have to they have to have that support even though I did want him there and I would tell him oh I wish you know wished you were here Mm -hmm. but they have to have that support you kind of have to and it's hard sometimes because every time that something would break if the water well broke it's Cody was going to be out of town (laughs) if we were electricity was broke Cody was out of town but you know I didn't want him to feel bad because I wanted him to be out and so you'd handle it. And, yeah. and, that, and that's kind of the way it still is now, right? If it goes wrong, it usually happens when yeah. Cody's out of town. Oh, yeah. And but you're my neighbor, so I'll call you. <laughs> so I think I have a few times. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I might have a lasso or a broomstick. I <laughs> you probably said on the again. I can come Don't. out of cow or something. <laughs> <laughs> my cowgirl, Kim, over here. <laughs> yeah, she's better hand than I am. Yeah. Because everybody knows she fixes everything in our house, so. Oh, she does? Yeah, I don't fix anything. Yeah, and the lawnmower. I know she fixes the lawnmower. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Heard those stories. Or, or she so. messes them up. But <laughs> that's, that's for a different time. Yeah. But she is, yeah. I, can't remember, I remember calling Kim one time and asking her. Uh, there's a guy that stays here that has some bulls. And he had some at the feedlot. And we had to go feed them. So I called Kim. See if she wanted to go feed some bulls with me. <laughs> and she said yes. She said yes, yeah. She's always has, has my back. And she said, do I need my rope? And I was like, oh, heck no. <laughs> it's not going to get scary. that serious. <laughs> yeah. We may have needed it that day. <laughs> so 40 years of marriage, 
what would what would be some things that you would that you would tell Leanne and Cody at twenty and twenty one? What is some advice that you would give them looking back? Yeah. What would you say to them that? Gosh. Or maybe just Leanne. Maybe what's yeah. what's something you would tell her, knowing what the forty years held. Yeah. What I don't would, know. I'll have to get back to you on that. I'll think about that as we go along. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. What, what What do you think has made your marriage so successful? Uh, that that you still want to hold hands yeah. with an old bull rider, right. and you still want to kiss him, mm-hmm. even though nobody is scared. Everybody else is scared yeah. of him. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that Cody stresses, he's a stress. I'm not. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Uh, but he's a big stress. So, so that takes a lot of pressure off of me. But he can stress over the, some crazy things. But um, anyway, what was the question again? Sorry, kind of got, kind of got lost. <laughs> what, what would you say makes your marriage, what has made your marriage so successful? Mm-hmm. For 40 years. Oh. And, and still have that passion and love that you have mm-hmm. for each other. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, you know where they say opposites attract? Mm-hmm. And we are opposite. And Cody's so a man of few words. Unless he's, uh, unless he's mad. But, then he uh, might have a lot of colorful words. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, but, you're, and you're never at a loss for it. You know what? I really am. I know you don't think so, but I really am. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get a mic in front of me, I'm at a loss for words. I can talk to anybody one-on-one, and, but get a crowd in front of me, and I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, But I can talk to anybody if it's just, you just know, them. Right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I know you don't think I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> so, so would you say one of the things that made, has made your marriage work mm-hmm. is that you are opposites, mm-hmm. that he does stress and that you can just roll with it mm-hmm. because you know he's stressed enough about it. Oh, yeah. And he's stressing about it because he knows you're just going to roll with it. He's probably stressing right now wondering what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, what's she saying about me? What kind yeah, of stories is she, is she telling? No, he patted me on the back before you uh, before I left. He said, "Just keep talking. You'll do fine. <laughs> You'll do all right." Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and it is so true that you know that he pat you on the back and you said you'll do fine. Um, just like so many times, I'm sure you did the same for him mm-hmm. and said, you know, you're going, did you ever have to have any tough talks with him? So, what? so sometimes, um, this happened this last, this year actually. So basically this podcast mm-hmm. came about because I got a stern talking to by Kim. We were at dinner one night, um, and we were talking about things that I hadn't accomplished and this was six months ago. And she said, well, you need to. Again, I won't repeat what she told me, but pretty much you need to get busy and quit being lazy about it if that's what you want to do. Um, so, and one of those things was this podcast getting started because mm-hmm. I had been putting it off for a few years. Oh, yeah. And so, did have you ever had to have one of those tough talks with Cody and say, um, you know, get your crap together? And n- No, not really. Uh, uh, now, when he rode... And, you know, I thought there's no excuses. Like, if you don't, if you get bucked off, it, it's, I'm not a bull rider, but it's your, you know, it's something you have to fix. Mm-hmm. Or, and that's, I think that's in anything. If um, it's, I really don't know how to say this, but anyway, no, I, I would just tell him, though, that let's see one particular time and he may have told you this story I don't remember I think it was at Fort Worth yes it was at Fort Worth and he got bucked off of a bull I think I I don't remember what the bull did if it came out and stumbled or 
exactly what he did, but he got bucked off. And I remember him asking me something about it, and I just said, you have to ride those two. You, no excuse. Growing up, my family, <laughs> did you know my mom? Mm-hmm. You knew my mom. Mm-hmm. You did not make excuses. Mm-hmm. And Cody's not an excuse maker. He wasn't an excuse maker either. But I just remember telling him, well, you have to ride those bulls too. And I think that kind of stuck in his mind. But uh, no, we never had really. I was always kind of pat you on the back and you did good. Like he commentated Mm -hmm. for the PBR some and I thought he was amazing because he would tell little jokes that only I would get. And I think it would be so funny. And then when he heard himself, he's like, I'm never commentating again. And I thought, oh, baby, you were so good. And I really thought he was good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if he did something, if he asked me, and then I would tell him that he never asked me about riding, though. I, he knew I didn't know anything about it. But anything else like the PBR, like, I mean, anything that, you know, he might come, come complain to you, and, and then you say, you know, you just got to get get on the ball or get get your crap together or – Suck it up and oh, yeah. and just do it. Yeah. And I think he kind of knew. He didn't have to ask me. He kind of knew what I was thinking mm-hmm. without, because I was pretty much his cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if I, I would tell him things. If, if he asked me, I would never volunteer anything because mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, I wouldn't want him volunteering on me how to play basketball. He couldn't play basketball. And you wouldn't want him telling you. No. Or so, so, so with Riley growing up, mm-hmm. how, you know, was he, you know, when it came to basketball mm-hmm. and because, because I know Riley is highly competitive. Yes. Very highly competitive. competitive. Very competitive. Um, and so who do you get that from? <laughs> he probably got that from me. Because I, I am very competitive. Not that I always won, because mm-hmm. I didn't, but I was very competitive. If it was playing cards with my grandson, I want to win. Even now? Yes. Yes, I want to win. So you're not going to let him win? No. No. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? <laughs> but, I may. Okay. So even Riley growing up, mm-hmm. when you played games with him and all that, it was like you weren't going to let him. No. So do you think that shapes a competitive spirit uh, in your kids? You, you know, because I, kind of, I, because I think a lot of parents, oh, well, I'm going to let them win, make them feel good about themselves. But I had an older brother, and, and he'd play with my kids' um, games, and he was that way. He would mm-hmm. not let them win. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish that I would have sometimes. But I can remember... Uh, Growing up, and when I would be roping, and my dad would push calves for me, and my dad, who had never been mad at me a day in my life, he would say, I would miss, which I did quite a bit, and he'd say, that's okay, sugar, you'll catch the next one. But then I married into the Lambert family, which Cody's very competitive, too, and I can remember we were at a college rodeo, and we called home, and that was back in the day where there was there were not cell phones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to his dad, and he asked how we did. And I said, well, I won second in the roping and second in the uh, go time, which I was proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why didn't you win first? And I was like, well, because I won second. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, Co- you know, Cody's a competitive family. I'm, I'm in a competitive family as well, just a little different. Mm-hmm. Competitiveness and poor Riley, he got both. He got it from both ends. So he kind of got it. Yeah. Different ways from both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and our little grandson, he's a little competitor too. <laughs> and does it make you proud yeah. to see him as a little competitor? And yeah, it does. <laughs> in sports and games, and uh-huh. so did did Riley ever um, ride a rope or? Yeah. Bull ride? No. Well, he didn't. No, he didn't ride bulls. He rode. And he rides in ropes now. Mm-hmm. But growing up, he was, uh, he always played basketball and baseball and football. And um, we really, we couldn't have fit anything else in. I, he would help work cattle mm-hmm. or something, but never uh, competitive. Uh, he didn't rope competitively. 
growing up or anything. He does a little now, but mm-hmm. he didn't then. We were, I mean, we were the, if somebody was call and say, um, hey, we're in a basketball tournament in Mississippi and we need Riley to be there. I was like, okay, we're on our way. Yeah, because we loved sports and yeah. Sorry about that. That's good. So, so, so because Riley went to college on basketball scholarship? Basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to UTEP and then he went to ACU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Riley was a very, <laughs> probably, he was an amazing football player. Mm-hmm. Had several offers to go play football, but I guess that competitiveness, you know, he's not very tall. He's 5'10", five, 5'11", five, and mm-hmm. he wanted to be a basketball player. And, and at that height, that's kind of challenging. That's very challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was a point guard, and he was good. He mm-hmm. was very good. He did, he did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what advice um, would you give to other women um, to have a successful marriage? I would say uh, support. Support. Just be supportive in whatever they choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether Cody being... Uh, I will, not toot my own horn, but I, th- I feel like I was very supportive with him being a bull rider, very supportive on a bron- bronc ride, and he ropes now. Mm-hmm. I like to go watch him rope, and um, he works for the PBR. I just say support. Be there. Just be there. Mm-hmm. And Do you see yourself as a woman that inspires other women? Uh, no. Have you ever thought of yourself as no. that way? no. No. It, it and the reason I asked is because um no. I, I would I would expect you to say no. Yeah. And but um I don't know how many times Kim has come home from you know helping down at the arena or, or with an event mm-hmm. and she'll mention you and Cody and, and say that's the type of love and marriage I want um in the years to come. You know what? I wish Cody and I were just talking about this the other day. I wished every everybody could have the marriage that Cody and I have. Um, I wish it was. I just wish I wished everybody could be happy in a marriage, which I know that's not. I know that's not possible. But it's just I got lucky. I got lucky. Uh. You know, you said, what makes your marriage happy? Well, we talk. Mm-hmm. We, we sometimes, like, I can remember we drove one time to Denver City, I think it was Denver City, to pick up something, and we didn't turn the radio on the whole time. We talked the whole time, and he makes me laugh. You know, I think laughter is big in a marriage, and as intimidating as he is, and he's so funny. He has, he's so witty, and um, I think laughter is very important in a marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and as, you, as, as you talk about Cody, um, I keep thinking 40 years, and as you talk about him and you talk about how witty he is, you light up. Oh, yeah. And, and it just puts a smile on your face. When you talk about him, it, yeah. you just you have a different demeanor on your face. <laughs> Um, like you thoroughly enjoy him and being married. I do, I do, I do, I do. And he's he's one of the smartest people I know. He is very. I would never tell him that, but he is so. He is very smart. But yeah, laughter. You know, now that you say that, laughter is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you're right um, when it comes to you talk. Which is communication. Mm-hmm. I think so many um, marriages sometimes lack communication. Oh, I do too. Um, and I value what he has to say. I mean, I don't, like I said, I want him to, as I said earlier, tell me what I want to hear. He doesn't always do that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, communication is big. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's important too. I mean, 
but I'm sure there's plenty of times he does tell you what you want to hear. Oh, yeah. He does. Knowing that that's going to make you happy. And yeah. You're going to go on. And because sometimes Kim will say, she'll ask me a question, and I'll say, she'll say, I'll ask her, I said, do you want loving husband answer, or do you want a personal trainer answer? Because <laughs> they're two totally different answers. Um, one will um, keep us rocking along. Mm-hmm. The other one will we'll have words over um, so it's important to know which, but yet again, that goes back to That's communication. Funny. Yeah. If you don't know what to say, you just say, okay, which answer do you want? And I'll yeah. give it to you. I need to tell Cody to just start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and laughter and enjoying being around each other. Um, cause you're friends. Yeah. And your best yeah, friends. Yeah, he's my best friend. Exactly. Yeah. And I have best friends, mm-hmm. but he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's so important. Yes. Um, and I think that's great advice to couples, no whether if they've been married a year, 50 years, is communicate and have laughter. Mm-hmm. Because life is fun. Oh, yeah. It's very fun. And I wished everybody could have, everybody, this, I wished everybody could have that. And you feel bad for other people sometimes? I do. I, do. I have one friend in particular. I just want her to find the right person. I want her, I want her to find a Cody. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah. And, and they just don't always... And she's even told me before, I wished I could find somebody like Cody. Uh, uh, I mean, he has his moments. Don't get me wrong. So he's as, not... As well as I do, too. So you're not the perfect woman. He's not the perfect man. Exactly. But he's the perfect one for me. Yes. And you have both have flaws. Yes. And you both recognize those flaws. Yes. But you love each other. And you look past them. Yeah. And you have more enjoyment and laughter than you do like, well, she's this or he's that. Yeah. And, and I think that's so important for And I think marriage. it's I think it's important too that when Cody and I do get in a disagreement, I don't go tell, you know, my other friends about it. Mm-hmm. It's our disagreement. We work it out ourselves. They don't need to know. You don't get what, uh, phone a friend. You don't no and see what no, they're saying. And, no, or what? Or I don't ask them what I should do, or mm-hmm. because it's between he and I. Mm-hmm. And that and Cody, it, Cody's I, like that too. And I think you know, it's a testament to what you're saying works, mm-hmm. because a lot of times if if somebody if you get at, you get to go on your first date. And then a few months later, a couple months later, mm-hmm. you're married. A lot of times, those relationships don't work. Don't work. Out. I know. We were. They one they of just the don't happen. No. I mean, it, my son did that. I mean, not that it didn't. He when he met Lindsay, mm-hmm. they met in August, I believe, and they got married in December, and they just celebrated their tenth wedding anniversary. So, do you see any characteristics of their marriage? Oh, yeah. Of the marriage you and Cody have? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. I look at Riley and I just see Cody. I just, yeah. So, again, I think that goes back to a testament to your marriage of what Riley was witness to all those years. Mm-hmm. Knowing what... A successful marriage, and, and he probably didn't put all that together. Um, no, just he, he probably and, still hadn't. No, it's just who he is. Yeah, but who he is is because of your the relationship you and Cody had. You know, when we were talking, I can remember uh, Riley being at um, basketball camps, or when we would go watch him play practice football. We watched practice every day and I know that those coaches and were thinking do they have jobs or why are they here every they're here all the time because you and Cody would be there yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah and Cody would be up in the stands and he'd be working on a bull riding at uh, the camp at which uh, Wichita Falls Midwestern mm-hmm. and he'd be working but he'd be at camp watching because you know he didn't know if he was going to get to see another you know the next game mm-hmm Literally, he didn't know with his occupation. Mm, whether or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
So and you're probably thinking those coaches are thinking, what in the world are yeah, they doing? They don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're always here. They're and- always here. And Riley, I can remember one time he had track practice, and I missed a track practice. And he got home. He said, I cannot believe you missed track practice. I thought it was track practice. <laughs> <laughs> but he's used to you being at yeah, all the practices. Yeah, well, so, yeah, we're that way with our grandson. We go to practice. Even with the grand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did Riley and Lindsay also go to all the practices? And Riley all the... coaches. So, oh, yeah. so. Yeah. The little Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're... They did beat, beat the Holiday Eagles for the championship, just to throw that one in there. Just to, they are, they're winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third and fourth grade. So uh, as uh, as Ricky Bobby might say, if you're if, if you're you, second, you, you're, you, you're last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the in the Lambert family, <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's there's no room for for second place. <laughs> I know it's horrible. But, but, no, I don't think so. I think it's just. Um, I, I just think it goes to show the environment um, that that you're in, and, and Cody was in, and Riley was in. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think we all um, are in different environments, and, and I think sometimes that's the difference between you know guys you see um, that are in rodeo or any event mm-hmm. that that aren't winning, that aren't um, because they just. They're in a different environment. Mm-hmm. And um, rodeo is very humble. It's mm-hmm. humbling. It's because you're not always a winner. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I mean, and, and, it, and like you said, you're responsible. Yeah. The one on the bull, the one on the... You're the only one that can fix it. The only one. And, and Cody mentioned that too, that it was nobody... I mean, he tells those guys it's nobody's fault but mm-hmm. your own. You right. can blame it on the bull, but you didn't... You didn't yeah. get on the bull knowing what mm-hmm. the bull was going to do, so it's still your yeah. your responsibility. Um, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that, and Cody too. He he can give you so much motivation. Uh, we were going to a rope, and this has just been a couple three years ago. We we're going to the rodeo actually at Jacksboro, and he was uh, t- he was roping, and he was telling me, giving me all this motivational speech and everything. And by the time we got there, I thought, dang, I could rope a calf and win it. I just know I could. <laughs> so he just, he, he's really a good motivation. So do you, do you ever get, does that ever get on your nerves? Because I ask that because um, Kim often tells other people when I'm around that, oh, it's good in short doses, but it can't. If, if he can go on and on, this is what you get all the time. Uh, so do you ever go like, okay, that's enough? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could just remember in a college rodeo that um, he was telling me, I don't know exactly how it went because it has been a long time ago, but he was giving me some motivation. But I was like, okay, okay, I got it. I got it. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't give, get on my nerves when he's giving it to somebody else, just when he gives it to me. And sometimes too much can be yeah, too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, huh? Yeah. No. Um, and that's why I said, you know, Kim, often I hear that, that, you know, because for me, and I'm sure from Cody, it just comes naturally. Yeah, I think it, that he could probably see the potential that I'm not putting out, and mm-hmm. he could he can think, he can get it out of me. Yes, yeah, and and I think that's a gift um, that some people have is they can see the potential, and and that's what's and that's what makes those that come come here to to the Lambert Ranch mm-hmm. and and work with Cody makes them so successful. Yeah, because Cody see they may not possess it right now but he sees their future potential yes and he works with that that guy with that future potential so the things he does is because of that guy that he's gonna become and he can like he can tell me something and I'm like you're wrong and then after I think about it I'm like you know he really is right 
You tell them that? Go back and tell them it's right? Sometimes I do. Not every time. Yeah, I tell him. (laughs) I tell him. But I see him, I see that with bull riders. Mm -hmm. I see it with our son. He'll tell he'll tell Riley some stuff and uh, then you can see next day or two for instance when they're roping and then Riley's trying it he doesn't think Cody's right at the time mm-hmm. but so since they're both competitive do they butt heads sometimes oh, when they're yeah they butt heads all the time at the arena mm-hmm. to the point that I don't even want to go when they're at the arena together because that does that bother you when they yeah butt heads and... yeah it bothers me because um, I want to take Cody's side but Riley's my son Mm -hmm. so and I'm like if you can't be happy when you're doing it I don't I don't want to go up there when they're open just Mm -hmm. to and Lindsay no we Mm -hmm. don't want to be there just stay away from it and let them do their thing yeah let them work it out Mm -hmm. it all work itself out so in closing um and women inspiring women what is um what is the one thing you want to leave um Maybe a, a tidbit or something that is something you've done that you feel other women would benefit from. Mm. Well, like I said earlier, I think just in your marriage, honesty, laughter, communication, all three of those, uh, that's that's the main thing. Honesty being mm-hmm. the first one. Well, yeah. And I th- and I think you're right because going back to like I said in the beginning that that because of your solid marriage and your solid foundation has given Cody the opportunity to uh, achieve everything that he has mm-hmm. on a um, really uh, national worldwide you know uh, platform. Mm-hmm. Um, because without that, I don't I, personally looking at your relationship and and what he has accomplished, um, I don't necessarily might see that if it wasn't for your foundation and you being an integral part of everything that has come about. Yeah. And, and and you might not see yourself as. Oh, I would hope that I was, but mm-hmm. you know, I just, you know, I was just being a wife you did and that's the neat thing is you're just doing what you do yeah it wasn't like you're gonna you're doing like oh i can see he's gonna do this and if i do this then he does it you were just being you yes and and honestly and genuinely being the wife and mother that you felt led to be which i think is you weren't acting like anything you weren't yeah i don't i I wouldn't yeah I would want to, uh, I was just doing what, only thing I knew how to do. Mm-hmm. Which would be supportive, caring, loving, yeah. communicate. And I might not have done it in the right way, but that's the way I knew how to do it. Because, I mean, you didn't get a how-to book when you got married. No. Or how to be married to a bull rider. Or how no. to be married to uh, a PBR co-founder. No. Or an inventor. Or a calf roper. Or uh a man that people are scared of, intimidated by. You didn't get a how-to manual for any of that. I know. I know. So it was just, I'm going to do the best I can. Yes. And, and and I want to point that out too to other women that do the best you can. Exactly. You don't have to do it like she does it. And I, yeah, don't I, don't, I say don't look at somebody else and do it her way. Do it your way. Mm-hmm. If it's not the right way then maybe change it. But just do it your way. That the, Yeah. It, because, I mean, that's the best way. Is your way. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. Sometimes it doesn't work out, so it's like, okay, let me see if I can do it a different way. Yeah. But I think so many times we get into comparing. I well, hate that. That's what I hate about uh, social media. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like, um, is it Facebook and those? I don't like when you have to get so many likes or some. I don't know. I don't. I'm on Facebook to play games with my grandson and my a couple because of you friends. win at those games, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, tried to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not letting him win, <laughs> even if it's online. <laughs> but uh, 
that's what I, I don't know. Social media. I just don't. I, it's so. Maybe I shouldn't say so much, but it's so mean. Mm-hmm. It is just. Uh, I don't know. Just the few things I read, and I'm like, I don't like, I don't like it. Because, and I think sometimes, um, like when you and Cody got married and been together, social media wasn't around. No. You weren't comparing. You weren't. I mean, it was. You, you had conversations with other bull riders' wives when you went to an event. Or yeah, exactly. That's when you saw him. It wasn't like, oh, look what she's doing. He look what he bought her. What he, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I think social media, we compare a lot. Compare the and, filters and we, that they have. And yeah. I and, we, and we show the highlight reels. Yeah. It's like when we watch the, if we watch the PBR, we just want to watch all the good stuff. We don't want to watch, we want to watch them falling off or an injury or yeah. because we like bad stuff yeah. sometimes. Um, but we just, we, we post the highlight reels. Mm-hmm. And that's not real. Mm. Real life is. When you have arguments, when you are honest with each other, when you have laughter, when you figure out things that you want your life to be, that's the real stuff. Right. Right. That's the real stuff. Well, thank you, Land, today uh-huh. for spending a little time. Um, and thank you for being a wife and a mom that inspires others. Oh, thanks. Um, I, that's very nice. I hope that I inspire somebody I never thought that I would, but... I know you inspire my wife. Because uh-huh, so, she's one of my best friends. Well, uh, I, I mean, she talks about you and Cody all the time and about your marriage. And she can see the love and affection that you both have for each other, which um, inspires me, uh, makes me want to be um, a better husband um, so that I can give my wife um, that type of relationship that she wants. Um, and I know you inspire other women um, by being who you are um, and a supportive wife to Cody, um, the ones that see you, because um, like you said, you're not on social media unless you're playing games. So they're seeing the real Ian um, when they sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm. with you. They see, see the real um, fun, energetic um, person, which is so inspiring um, to women. So I want to thank you for that and acknowledge you oh, for that. Thanks, and thank you for... Um, being a part of my life and Kim's life and affecting our life in a positive way. Um, and, and I hope that this conversation inspires other women, um, other men. Um, mm-hmm. I hope your and Cody's relationship um, and your journey inspires those that listen and those that see you that um, it, I see it as a team. Mm-hmm. We are a team. You and Kim, just like you and Kim. It's a team. It's a t- and it's a team effort that you've gotten to where you are from, mm-hmm. from probably scraping by to having more opportunities now than you did at 20 and 21, mm-hmm. um, which is a blessing, but it's also a testament to your teamwork over the years. Um, sometimes it's you carry, sometimes he carries, sometimes you walk hand in hand, but yeah. it's a team. Right. Um, and success and your life and seeing your kids and grandkids um, is a testament to your relationship of seeing how they act. Um, you raise a son that has a marriage that is following in, in your footsteps. You'll have grandkids that are the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but thanks again for, oh, thanks. for joining us, joining me and yeah. um, being open about your relationship. Um, all the years, the ups and downs, all the good stuff, um, and and about Cody. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And, hey, we'll see you all next time. And as I tell Kim every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out.